0: This is a man's world, but we won't quit. This is a man's world, She Who Dares Wins. Hello and welcome to this episode of This Is A Man's World, She Who Dares Wins. And for today's episode, my special guest is Brian Hans. Who is Brian Hans, I hear you say? Well, he's my dad. So, welcome to the podcast. Uh, good morning. And uh, do you even know what a podcast is?
1: Yeah, yes, I do indeed, yes. Don't be yes. <laughs> I know exactly what it is, yeah.
0: Okay, well, the reason I wanted to get you on today's podcast is a lot of my interviewees um, that work in construction have had either brothers or fathers who've worked in the construction industry, and that's influenced their decision to follow that career. I don't really fit that bill. You don't work in construction, you have your own business. And so I thought it'd be a good idea to interview you and talk about how you feel about my career and things that have happened over the years. And maybe help someone out there who's looking to get into construction but doesn't have a father figure who's already in there, or even a father who has a daughter who wants to get into construction, they might have some reservations.
1: But did you feel that you needed a father? Uh, has gone. Everybody needs a father. No, no, no. Did you did you need a father to get to get you to where you are now, it, with a background in construction?
0: No, I don't think it's a thing of like necessarily needing a father that's in the trade to encourage it. I think it's more of a fact. Sorry to to be able to pursue the career. It's more of a fact that if you're not exposed to it as a girl, you perhaps necessarily wouldn't even think of getting into construction. So, for example,
1: uh, let me stop you there Liz. so what on. what made you go what what decided what was your main um decision to go into construction
0: okay so i fell into construction didn't i so remember when i came back from los angeles it was a job that opened up through my brother's friend and i literally fell into construction
1: Uh, but you came back from the states you had the a wide opportunity to go into into any career really um Uh Obviously, I'm in the electrical industry, with the, where there are lots of females in the electrical industry. Yeah. In fact, we're just employing now a.
0: Well, hold on. I'm going to come to that.
1: Ah, right. Okay. So, so basically, you've grown up with um, me uh, expanding the business, growing the business in the electrical industry. Yeah. And which is there's a slight attachment to construction, but but not to the depth that you, you that you've got. So really, I I suppose, you had the security, if it's fair to say that, you had a bit of security behind you, knowing that if you had a go at construction, um, that you got something to fall back on with your your education. uh, Yeah, maybe. And and your degree that you had. Yeah. But there must have been some... Okay, by accident, I suppose you fell into it because of the... um,
0: But I wasn't influenced by anything that you had done previously. Like you you, you know, if anything, no,
1: absolutely, totally agree. If
0: anything, I think
1: so. so Basically, sorry to interrupt, but basically, it's a case that if any female wants to get into construction, it's it's a wide
0: open. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. But what I'm kind of what I'm trying to get to is the fact that. I wasn't influenced by you no which is which is is, you know I think there are other girls out there that will be exposed to construction and they'll think oh yeah it's not something my parents have known about so that brings me on to I guess the first question which is when I first got that job on a landfill and I you know I was 21 and I said I've got a job it's in construction on a landfill what were your like initial feelings and thoughts if you can remember
1: what like my initial feelings and thoughts? Were you
0: worried about me? Were you thinking, "Oh, this is a career?" Are you, you, you and mum have been, you know, massively supportive of anything we wanted to do, and not steer us in any direction. But
1: but I think that's the key is letting you find. I think letting you do what you want to do, and sometimes you feel guilty for not giving guidance. Sometimes, as a parent, you do feel that. Sometimes, but but I wasn't really giving guidance. So I, I, I suppose I did. I did follow. My father's footsteps and my, my generation—that tended to happen. But this is a different world now. Um, but we,
0: did did you fear? Did you think? Oh gosh, I've had a twenty. Because for the listeners out there, if you guys have listened to my story from episode one, you'll know that you know I didn't live a shelter. I've not. It's not. I've lived a sheltered life, but I've had a fairly good upbringing. You know, went to an all-girls school, went to college, university, and. A construction site's a harsh environment and I didn't know that at the time. Were you worried about that?
1: No, because I didn't t let's be honest. <laughs>
0: you didn't know I
1: didn't know the construction <laughs> industry. I I know that people that work on construction industries and the environment it's an, it's a dangerous environment very much. So and I suppose that, that was a worry, you know. You you, you know yourself, you, you know, many accidents happened on the construction industry, although it's tightened up now to how it used to be. But no, so you
0: were more worried about like the health and safety, health and safety, not so much the culture and the environment no, no, working with men.
1: No, no, oh really? No, that that wasn't an issue to me at all because uh-huh. I knew you, I knew you could stand up on your own two feet, um, and what and what a great um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like travel, isn't it? Travel gives you a
0: broadens a, your mind, a, yeah, it?
1: broadens your mind and give and, and makes you a stronger person. So to go into construction. Um, I think you've got to be fairly strong. You know that yourself. You've got to have a strong uh, personality. You can't go into construction with a weak personality. And, and as individuals, you, you know if you can cope with it or not. But certainly going back to your question, was I worried? No. Your mother probably was. I wasn't. Um, and, um, but again, I think your mother was probably more concerned from the health and safety side of things more than anything else.
0: Okay, Simple. now moving moving on. So when I started to come back, and share stories from site, and, you know, experiences over the years, things that I've told you and been really open and honest about, things that have happened to me and have been affected. Did your worry increase with those situations? The only time
1: I ever got concerned or was or was, was worried was when you were doing long journeys and travelling up and down motorways. That, that worries me. Um,
0: so you weren't and, you weren't worried about like corruption or where I've been bullied on site or yeah
1: yeah, that's, yeah, yeah no, that yeah that know does come into come into play but as a fatherly figure you, you you just feel that you could step in at some point but you but you you're conscious of the fact you can't because obviously it might affect your career but you, I just knew that you were strong enough to stand up and yeah you you had many many occasions where you had a few tears and you were upset but you, you got over it, you rang me, you just get over it, get on with it, And because it's the only way to, to handle it.
0: So what advice would you give any kind of father out there now who, you know, is in a trade like yours or has a business or, you know, in, in any field or career and their daughter rocks up and says, hey, I want to go and work in construction. I
1: support them 100%. It's a great, great opportunity.
0: Thank yeah, I, yeah, like, that's amazing. That's like a textbook answer. But, reality is some fathers are going to be like oh you know they they might not have a daughter who has such a strong personality as me
1: well that that could be yeah that could be a bit of a stumbling block i I think um yeah that that could be
0: an issue Um, so do you think that's part of because i always ask this question as well is and i ask it to other women that i work with in the industry have i managed to like survive and thrive in the industry because of my personality but then i was incredibly shy as A kid, and probably into my early 20s, do you think that the industry has made me tougher?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're a different persons when you went in,
0: but, but it didn't but start I, out that way.
1: But I knew that you got it to, to make it happen, which is because uh, you're like me. all
0: ah. <laughs> oh, right, now self, self gratification. Here. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: yeah. No, but, but it is, and uh, but just going back to this, this, this scenario, any daughter. Uh, and any father whose daughter's going into construction, um, I don't think anybody would, would, would attempt to go into it if they didn't feel they could make it. And that sounds a bit sort of, again, yeah. textbook sort of scenario. But any, any female that's looking to go into it and doesn't get the support of their parents, a little bit difficult, I suppose you could say. But if you think you can do it, just just go. it is, It is it's a different industry to what it was 20-odd years ago. There are I I know personally that there's more controls in place now than ever on health and safety. Um and um and I think that, you know, through the work that you're doing, um the opportunities are becoming more that's what I'm looking for, uh, are acceptable for the female female to come into the industry.
0: Yeah, and I think that's definitely changing. Just to give some context to listeners out there. You started out as a factory worker, would that be fair to say? Yeah. And then... Well, I, yeah. Yeah. And then you went into sales and it turns out that you could sell snow so to Well, they're, they're, well they're,
1: hang on. Let, 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 this well, will, I don't I, want your life
0: story. Though. No,
1: no, no. But, but no. But <laughs> let's just turn this on its head. Okay. Less school with no qualifications. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, went into engineering because my father was in engineering. Um. And yeah, you don't want my life story, but here's a situation went into sales against my parents' wishes. Yeah. It's not for you. You shouldn't be doing it. It's it's just... and, and so but, but I took the attitude. The more they were against it, the more I wanted to have a go at it. But the rebe-
0: that's where I get the rebellion part. The rebellion, rebellion part. Rebellion, yeah.
1: So the more they sort of said no and they worried about me going into it, you're walking away from an engineering job, became a, a qualified engineer by going to college. And when I came out of that, um, it's a case of wanting to get into sales, and um, it was frowned upon, but hey-o, um third judge years later, they realised it was the best thing they ever did, and,
0: yeah. So. so it works both ways. If you've got a supportive parent, I think the route is a lot easier. It's down to the individual. Yeah, it is individual.
1: It's down, to the ind- it's down to the individual. If you can get support, great. If you can't... But you feel like
0: it's a passion, then you've got to follow it. Just
1: treat it as, as uh, well, I'll give it a go.
0: was a period of time where my brother John and I left engineering for a period of I think it was like two years and it was a difficult time we started a business that did actually relate to your electrical so you manufacture you know you don't manufacture yeah you sell manufactured electrical products that Mm. are used in the utility so you are exposed to construction Mm. um but there's a period of time where we jumped into business Mm. and
1: uh, 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 let's get it right though during a
0: very, the at
1: yeah a very difficult time yeah. because I couldn't give you the support that you needed at that point, and I feel guilty for that it, you again, as I say, you know I followed my parents, you followed you were following me a little bit, and you were having to go starting your own business um in the electrical stroke plumbing industry, but at the time that you did it, we had the financial collapse it was two thousand and eight two thousand and nine, and um every business in the country was worried about its future and um and we were struggling um and therefore i couldn't give you the uh and i feel guilty for that give yeah
0: but the, i think if you look back on it now you did the best thing whether you wanted to do that or not you actually did the best thing because not only did it prove it did we have to do everything ourselves and learn from scratch learn accounting learn how to build a website how to sell products how to go in and do cold sales which are like is such a hard thing to do and we had to grind and achieve that and we did we did get some level of success with the company it was was the wrong time in and and perhaps the wrong industry to start but if you'd have given us a helping hand I think things could have turned out so differently and not for the better because I now realize that we were probably more so than the passion for the product we were chasing the business and the money And I now realise through the little, you know, things that I'm doing on the side with this podcast and, you know, other things that potentially could become a business, that you you have to have a passion for something for it to work. And you always said, go and do something before you start a business. Go and do something and and find out how it works. Work for someone. Understand it. Then you can go off on your own, which is what I did with engineering. I went in. You know, I learned mm. the trade, and then I set up on my own. I got my own clients. And I'd have never been where I am now, which is in a career that I absolutely love, if we hadn't have taken that journey. And if you'd have helped us, and we'd have got a step up, I don't know how many years into that business that I would have gone, actually, I'm not that keen on selling mm. these products I'm not passionate about.
1: Mm. Interesting, yeah. Never, I never thought you'd that. So kind of
0: actually, respects. it was a massive help yeah, yeah. that you didn't mm. help us mm. And it's and 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 I think there may be some people out there that might step into a construction company. In fact, I've I've interviewed a few people um, that work. I think Steph on the first episode, she works alongside her dad. So obviously, she's you know her dad's encouraged her and then and helped her to get into the industry, and she's flourished through that. But there might be other scenarios where a, a a woman or a young girl stepped into dad's shoes and doesn't feel massively passionate about it. So what I'm saying is. The step back approach actually, in some cases, does work. Yeah, maybe. And the guilt yeah. should not be, you know. Yeah. Because we wouldn't have learned. I mean, yeah, if, like, it's,
1: it's a case of the guilt's there because you put a lot of hard, hard graft and time into it, and you could say you lost three or four years of your career there.
0: No, you we don't. We we gained. We gained because I would never have learned how to. I know you have to look at the positive and. That's all I look at. Is like I learned how to do accounting. I learned how to sell, which is not only to sell a product but how to sell myself. Mm. So if I go into a job interview, it's the same qualities mm. that you and John did the same. And John did the same. Mm. We learned how to source products, how mm. to supply products. We learned how to build a brand, build your own. Mm. You know, I, there's so many things that I've learned that if engineering and you forward, quickly, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, if engineering mm. fall on its ass, mm. I feel comfortable. That I could probably go and get a job in probably another same, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I think it was, and also. It pushed us It pushed us out of construction at the right time because mm. it was a recession, there was no work, mm. and it pushed us back into construction at the perfect time. Mm.
1: But also, I don't know if it should be said that during this interview, but always remember that that in construction...
0: It's, it's the first of all.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's not always the first of all, but when a recession hits, it's one of the industries that gets hit hardest. But having said that, the infrastructure of the UK has been neglected for a long period of time. So I don't see construction coming to any end uh, fairly soon.
0: No, and I I think, you know, we're a little bit, have followed you in that respect that we're risk takers. Both John and I are freelance engineers. We know that if construction dies, we're the first to not be employed. But you put things in place so that, you know, doesn't Hmm. affect you as much. You know, you make sure you have savings in the bank, you make sure you think about the projects that you take on. You make sure you think about the clients that you take on, and make sure that you're going to get paid. Again, this is all
1: doing the research. Yeah,
0: but, but this has been learned through business as well
1: and networking. So the so the key issues here then basically are, um, I was going, I was almost going to say, "Fake it till you make it."
0: No, it, not, it is. Well, that's what we've done.
1: Well, well, to a degree, but you've also got to have the what's the word I'm looking for? Determination. You, 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 yeah. you go with your gut feeling and if you, and, and give it a go. If it doesn't work, not a problem. Uh, try something else. But um, if you've got a gut feeling it's going to work, then, then then go for it. And, um, and just, you know, take each day as it comes. So, but remember one thing, you spend most of your life at work. And that's the key issue here. You spend most of your life at work. So for God's sake, enjoy what you do. And if you don't enjoy what you do, then, then get out, basically.
0: Um, but that that can be hard like sometimes i wanted to throw in the towel and it's been because i've worked with someone extremely difficult and you've so sometimes... yeah, you have to have
1: the bad times to
0: realize good, good times. exactly yeah yeah so you
1: get so you have the bad times and you you, you sort of yeah you, you know you have a few cry sessions and, and sort of but don't bury your head in the sand just look on the good good issues and, and, and it's a learning curve yeah yeah god yeah so but the amount of times i used to pull over and into a lay-by in the early days and think, "Where do we? Where am I going with this?" Um, and you just shake yourself and, and get on with it. But that takes a certain type of personality.
0: Yeah, but and I think you can grow those skills over the years mm-hmm. if you're willing to allow yourself to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, what about my pregnancy then? Because obviously, Oh, that was a big worry. Yeah, Massive worry. well, there you go. You see, he said you've never been worried. Well, you know,
1: because you ran me one day. I never forget it when we were in uh, Seliload building. A working on that property and you're around me of an afternoon and you said that the the gas detector or something that you've been working with oh, okay yeah, this faulty was a,
0: and this, this wasn't related to the site I was on at the moment this was like 10, 10 years ago I I used and I was
1: probably less than that but you but you were
0: i have been you, exposed effectively yeah? to nuclear radiation yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. And, and, then,
1: it, and, then you, and then you tell us that you're pregnant and then all of a sudden you think oh my god it you know in the areas that you've been working could that affect your pregnancy and many an evening you know i'll be honest with you many an evening your mother cried her eyes out on the settee worried and i had no idea at that particular time worried because of the um the situation you found yourself in going for x-rays with with archie <laughs> okay but
0: let's give the listeners some context here um archie is perfectly healthy and wasn't affected by any work that i did in construction but I was scanned every four weeks because he had a short femur, which can be an indication of um, lots of different things. But it turns out, and it was one of the things that the paediatricians talked about, he is from a short family. So they said, you know, most likely he'll just be a short kid, uh, which turned out true. And he was a healthy, happy baby and still is. But, but
1: that particular time? Yeah, we didn't
0: know. Yeah, you're right. So
1: so, so from a body point of view... I was still working
0: on site as well. It still worries
1: me now, travelling up and down motorways, and it still worries your mum and me um, with heavy plants and machinery and all that sort of thing. But with regard to working with um, men and standing your own ground, I have no issues with that whatsoever. Okay. No
0: problems, really. Well, then that lays us nicely on, too, like how my career has influenced you. So you, I think it was like two years ago, I won't go into too much detail because I know... I don't want to expose too much of, of what you do within your companies. I don't think that's fair. But a couple of years ago, you employed um, your first female like sales rep or head of sales, whatever. And, and before that, it kind of did bug me that and I remember we had conversations about this, that you have a sales team of what, six or seven? Uh, nine okay nine so you have a sales team of nine and I was like why are there no female sales reps because from my point of view when we were when John and I were selling plumbing chemicals into trade counters you know I was doing it and I didn't see any problems with being a female selling especially a young female selling into trade counters if anything it was a bit of an advantage because like construction it was a bit bizarre to see a woman come in and sell in that trade and I was a bit annoyed and you kind of flippantly said once, yeah, but no women apply and... And they you know, still don't? Yeah, okay, okay. No women apply and not many women want to be on the road and if you've got kids, you want to be home and they don't want to stay away. And I, was, I argued all the points. I was like, you only stay away one night a week if you need to, depending on your patch. And I, I just threw it to the wall and I was like, it's bullshit, you're kind of just making this up, you know, in your own mind. And now two years, you know, you employed your first female and you were excited about the fact that you know you've mm. made a change mm. um and you've now just re-employed we re- know you've now just taken on another female yeah, in the same yeah, role yeah. and how has your opinion changed yeah i understand not many women apply when you put a job post out there but yeah. how do you feel now that you have employed yeah
1: yeah fine. absolutely fantastic and don't forget our um, internal sales manager um, she that's a female, um, you know she's doing a great
0: job. Um, so so do, has your per- perception changed? I, I never had a,
1: I inherited, I, in, I inherited the electrical industry. That sounds. The story, culture. The, the, yeah. the culture was inherited because it's been a man's world, um, and always has been. But I've said that women, ladies, females are coming into the industry. More and more, um, and it and it's, and it's it's changing. It really is. So, yeah. Once it used to be, um, and you you go into a lot of electrical wholesalers there? now. There's an awful lot of uh, of female, um, uh, personnel. Having said that, there aren't many managers um, within the electrical industry. So why do you think that is? In the electrical wholesale distribution world, crikey, I could probably count for thousands. I think we've got three thousand three thousand two hundred outlets throughout the UK and Ireland. And I could probably count on one hand female managers.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad. So and and there's so many industries that aren't construction that, you know, feed into construction. So electrical wholesale trade counters, you're gonna have electricians going in there buying their products. And um yeah, I know when it, when I, there's probably not a lot of female electricians, let alone you know then women working on trade counters. And what do you think? It's just a case of
1: so it's, it's a man's world. It's been
0: like that for yeah, so long, yeah, and, it, and perceptions yeah. have to change before. Absolutely,
1: yeah, and it, you know, and now hopefully things will change. But certainly, um, crikey, when I think about it now, there are more females coming into the industry, um, but at mid level
0: well that could be due, you know same in, in any industry the mid-level is because women take a break to have a baby mm-hmm. and the men you know go mm-hmm. forward and then when they come back in they don't feel like they can take on a manage there's there's so much to that um that i think every industry suffers from i don't think that's just can, you know um the electrical industry i think right. i think that's across yeah. the board and i that's think that's something good. people have yeah. to change i mean you've you've employed women that have gone on maternity leave and it changed my perception. Obviously, I'm employed myself, there's only me in the company. But if I was to have a company and have a woman, a small company, and have a woman that went on maternity leave, it is a bit of a... It's a hard thing for the business to deal with, yeah, in a way.
1: It's a big expense. Yeah,
0: and, and the government perhaps could do more to help that so that it, mm. it isn't you know, a problem in terms of having to pay maternity pay. And benefits and things for small companies i'm not talking about a company of your size you can obviously take that that's mm-hmm. that's not an issue mm-hmm. um but i do think there's a, a long way for mm-hmm. government and companies to do because say say if you employed someone now i'm going to put you on the spot here there's for the job that you put out the other week which you've now employed a woman for she's um a little bit older in age if there was another woman that that standard. That stood in front of you, and she had the exact same qualifications. Like on, they were a complete par. But this other woman doesn't have kids; she's newly married, and she's like, I'm going to say, 28. Versus the woman you've just employed, who's older. Forget that she's got the experience. Say they've both got on par experience. I know it's difficult with age, but we're doing a you know a made up situation here. Would in the back of your mind, would you be thinking, oh, no, gonna, no, 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 oh, okay, that's not
1: good. Right. If 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 the person has the has got the right connections, um, has networked within industry, and uh, and and sells herself well to us, then then no, you just have, it, have to have it in the back of your mind that she could go off um, having children and and it could affect the business, um, but. <laughs> That's life, right. well, that's life there, right? That's life. But, 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 but turn it on its head, mm-hmm. the lady that we've just employed, mm-hmm. um, I think late 40s, very, very successful within our industry, very successful, worked for a, a, a huge um, a worldwide organisation who wanted a career change uh, in mid to late 40s to join a, a smaller company where decisions could be made and there's um, no politics so she's she's come on board with this and we're very lucky to have her with us but look at the, so the situation there she's never had children yeah she's uh, she'd never got married mm-hmm. um, and yeah. has, has, has carved a career path and got, yeah. to, and got to the top and how did she do that I'm not saying it's because she didn't get married and because she didn't have children but you have to say to yourself, did that play a role in it? I don't
0: yeah. know. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, it's a difficult one. It really is. And
1: she probably is. She would be if <laughs> given time. Um, it probably could be good to do a podcast with her.
0: Yeah, well, for everyone that's listening now, the idea of um, sorry, the idea, the future of this podcast is, you know, at the moment, I'm talking to women in the same trade as me, sharing their stories. But season three, I'm looking forward to because the plan is to open this out to other industries so i will be talking to women that are in typically male dominated jobs elsewhere because i think it's really important that as soon as you start chatting to other women that don't work in construction they actually come across a lot of the same issues that you know i come across and again it's maybe because their industry doesn't have as much um it's not publicized as much and they're struggling as well Um, I hope that made sense I feel like I was rambling there Um, you did ramble. yeah I did ramble. yeah yeah, I'm not sure yeah Yeah. basically I I lost the plot yeah yeah yeah, okay well basically um, season three there's going to be different uh, careers that we're going to talk about there you go that's what we're going to talk about Howdy, folks. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. I just want to say thanks for listening. And if you did want to support the podcast, then you may consider heading over to a Patreon account where for less than the price of a coffee a month, you can get yourself some extra goodies from this super, super podcast. And you will also be supporting the podcast for future episodes. Thanks for listening. The entertaining, funny stuff in my career—the crazy things that have happened to me—you know, getting locked in Portillo's last week, getting called a man. <laughs> Do you think it's been? It is a crazy environment to work in. Like, it's you have to admit, it's kind of funny the stuff that's happened over the years, and perhaps wouldn't have happened to me if I'd have taken a more conventional job. Agree. Yeah,
1: um, but that variety is the spice of life. Uh, oh where'd you learn that was that in a have, book uh, to have fun <laughs> to have fun at work is, uh, is part of it um, play hard but work hard and that, that's part of it
0: yeah okay now that completely makes sense and um, I should really ask this question everyone who's listening out there um, knows that my brother is an engineer um, who is the better engineer who is the better engineer? I'm not that one. Why not? No,
1: I'm not answering that one. Well, you know no, it.
0: You both, totally know it. No, you're both on a level. No, we're not on a level. Oh,
1: well, you've got... I suppose you've got more experience
0: because... <laughs> it's okay, so... No,
1: well, you know, I are not saying you're the better engineer. Uh, I think you rub off each other, but what That you, sounds
0: so wrong.
1: But you've pushed yourself. You, you've done more variety. But he would probably argue the case. No, I haven't. And if you listen to this, so he'll, he'll start up his own podcast and so <laughs> I fight against you. So I I treat you both equally. You know, I'm proud of both both of you what you've achieved.
0: But do you feel like we both have and this is important I think to discuss, we both have very different personalities. Would oh, you feel Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and so it does yeah. it does show for for everyone out there, you know, I love my brother to bits, but he is the worst person at timekeeping. He's so unorganised, and that's partly for you to blame. <laughs> that, he gets that from you, uh, but he sells himself well.
1: He's a chilled out character.
0: Yeah. So, at, like, in terms of our um, personality attributes, okay, I've got. A well, how I... do you feel like? How do you? Like, how do you feel like we've come to the same point in our careers yet been so different? Is it? Do you think? Why do you think that is?
1: If you had the same attributes as John, <laughs> I was going to say about this, but if you, if you had the same attitude that John has, mm-hmm. um, and um, you, you probably wouldn't have made it like you have because you need to be stronger as a, as, a, as a female. And if you had the attitude that John takes as a female, you probably wouldn't have got gone as far as you have and as well as you have.
0: So do you think that this is interesting? because we are pretty much the same. Like John was obviously a lot more cleverer than I was at school. He went into a job of pharmaceutical sales and actually, weirdly enough, followed me into construction. But we've, like I say, both got to the same level and that's really important. John has
1: strong principles. And <laughs> oh,
0: you're saying I don't? No, 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 no. He
1: has strong principles. I
0: would take a job with anyone. No, 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 no.
1: He has, he has uh, strong... What am I trying to say? Yeah,
0: that? I know what you mean. So he got out of pharmaceutical sales because he didn't like the industry didn't like the fact that doctors, it was unethical yeah it was unethical but do you know what how full circle because construction is full of corruption and i know we're not involved in that directly but even still and people out there listening this is not going to be you know if this has shocked you then you only have to work a couple of years in the construction industry to figure out how corrupt it is and how many you know characters there are out there that are pretty scary and he, but the thing is, is that he's, he is not, you don't, you have a choice. You, do, you can either be on the corruption side or you can keep on the straight and narrow, which obviously he has. So I think that choice of him called four Circle was wrong of me to say, because as long as you keep your own. Yeah,
1: you've got to keep, yeah, keep, 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 on your own. own. You're as good as also, no matter what career you take, as you climb that ladder, you've got even people you, you hate and dislike you've got to be you've got to sell yourself and you've got to remember that as you climb that ladder if you should fall down that ladder at any point you're going to pass you'll you, you come across these people again so basically what i'm saying is you treat everybody the same um with respect to even the people you don't like because you never know when you're going to come up across them again yeah and which that, is hard and that is that is a, a key a key um, that's what i'm looking for it's a key... Um, Attribute. It's, it's something you must remember uh, when running a business or, or selling yourself. Oh uh, Yeah,
0: but this is so hard because so many in times life, I've been...
1: In life, basically. You know,
0: yeah, but I've been treated so badly on some jobs that I've won And I have kind of given a bit of peace of my mind, but always retracted to a point that, yeah, okay, I might meet this person again. And I have, like, it's a small industry. You come. Across yeah, sometimes...
1: Is sometimes, if, you, if, you, if you're writing what you're saying, it's not an issue. No. Um, and I think what I mean by, by basically meeting people as you come back down the ladder or as they come up the ladder is, you know, be careful not to backstab anybody or yeah, yeah, yeah. badmouth people or, or whatever. And even in the situation of bribery, just keep well away from it. You yeah. get more respect from that. Yeah. Um, and if people are taking brown envelopes or whatever, if, if that is the case... Um, and obviously we've got no proof of that. No, no, no. Um, yeah. but if it does go on, just turn a blind eye to it because um, as your favourite work comes around, karma.
0: But yeah, what um, goes around comes yeah,
1: around. Bites of people in the in the arsenal get found out further down the road. But just going back to your original question, who's the better engineer? You're both good and you're both better in different categories and different different routes. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'll let I'll let, I'll let that pass. But what was interesting is you said Well, John you saying... won't
1: listen to this podcast, <laughs> so I'll be... I'll be
0: like, he knows I'm the favourite. Um, what's interesting is that you said that I had to work harder. Yeah, because like you
1: would, yeah. Harder? You had to work a lot harder. Yeah. You had to work a lot harder. And I suppose, really, to some degree, because you're a female, with she's going to sound wrong, no. but because you're a female in the industry, yeah, um, people look up to you and people look out for You... How can I put it? It's like being, um, uh, um, you're different, you're, you're something, you're, yeah, you, you're, you're a breath of fresh air within that industry. There's a female, Michelle in the construction industry, and other females, obviously, but you stand out in the crowd, yeah, and um, and and that's what's you know, that's that's your. That's what I'm looking for. From a publicity point of view, it's my power. Yeah, it is. It's your power.
0: Yeah. Well, let, let's move on then to to finish up the podcast because I think we've covered quite a, a few areas of interest um, for the listeners. But just to close off, then for the future, for me, you know, I've got this podcast going. I talk at um, events across the country to try and get more women into the industry. You know, what do you see for my future? Or do I just see for your future. Da, da, da. Or do I just see for future. Happy retirement, even on a bit. No, I mean, what would you like for me to be doing in the future? Would, and this is this is an important one. It's been great for me so far, and you've been really supportive. Now that I have Archie, um, you know, a family. I think
1: the thing to do now is to grow your business, and. Um, and think about taking other people on.
0: So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be hoping that I leave the industry at some point. No, no, no.
1: Why not build a? a, a why not build your own business based around females?
0: Okay. Yeah. So- All right. Well, that's good. We are pretty much at the end of the podcast. Um, so yeah, thanks for being a guest. Do you want to say anything before the end?
1: No, just uh, that. Um, both you and John are equal, and you uh, <laughs> know that's one. not true. I never put one <laughs> above the other, and um, yeah, no, it's it's
0: food for thought. And uh, good luck for the future. Yeah. All right, good. for well, no. well, end up skin, and coming back to you, to live at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll be back next week with a new episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Once again, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast, folks. Your support means everything. Don't forget to check out the show notes and I'll be back next week.